Today, Elon Musk suspends Kanye West from Twitter. Obama has an unfortunate gaffe about Joe Biden. And director James Cameron says testosterone is a toxin. Does he know what gender he is? I don't know. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday. I am joined today by the one, the only, Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and, of course, founder and owner of Ripaverse Comics, which, if you enjoy a good comic book and you don't enjoy the woke BS that comes with it, I'm just saying, this is your guy. Just saying. And if you know anyone who needs a gift for the holidays who also enjoys that, I'm just saying, this is your guy. Right there. And they can go where? Ripperverse.com. I, I knew it. I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> Glad you couldn't be here, Eric. Also joined by the infamous Alex Stein, Blaze TV host of uh, an upcoming show, soon to be primetime with Alex Stein. So, uh, and I mean, I do really mean very soon. We've, there's the bones of it right in the other room. We keep going and checking on the progress of it. I know. I feel like just like a person on a hunger strike watching <laughs> other people eat. You're eating. Now we're on your set. You're not on a hunger strike. I don't know. I'm not. I'm very fat. But I'm just using that eating. metaphorically. You Do not fat shame me on a Friday. <laughs> I use that analogy. That I am eating too much. I was just complaining about how I'm fat and I want to lose 20 pounds in the show. And Sarah fat changed me. So thank you, Sarah. Happy Friday to you. You're welcome. I'm just I'm just here for you. Are you ready to get into your big news? Are we going to start off what? the show with that? Or? We're going to start off the show with Elon Musk, okay, okay, actually. Yeah, yeah, we'll thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> More on that to come. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk last night suspended Kanye West, who I, well, I feel like I need to say the artist formerly known as Kanye West. This is Ye now uh, from Twitter after he tweeted an apparent logo for his presidential campaign. Can we show that on YouTube? <laughs> well, we're doing it. There yeah. it is. This is an apparent logo for his presidential campaign that showed a Nazi swastika inside a Jewish star of David. Ooh, this is getting awkward, guys. Um, he also posted a tweet acknowledging that he was about to be banned. With uh, <laughs> It said, well, everyone, we had a nice run. It also included screenshots of a text conversation he was having with Elon, where Elon told Kanye, sorry, but you have gone too far. This is not love in response to the swastika logo. And uh, Kanye responded to Elon, who made you the judge? His last tweet was of someone squirting uh, an overweight Elon Musk with a hose. There it is. And he says, let's always remember this as my final tweet. <laughs> Hashtag yay 24. Oh, um, Elon responded to the tweet. That is fine. <laughs> so uh, this, of course, comes after the news. We 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 uh, played a clip of this yesterday. So, but for those of you who didn't see yesterday, Kanye went on Alex Jones with Nick Fuentes, which. You know, you got to wonder why Nick Fuentes continues to, I mean, he's acting as his handler, but he shows up in all of these interviews in a chair with a microphone, hoping that he will also get some airtime. So, hmm, I wonder what that guy's motivations are. But, um, but Kanye shows up with this guy on Alex Jones in a weird Balenciaga mask, which, like, we can talk about why he's wearing a Balenciaga mask now after all of that. There he is. That's, yep. 
That was Kanye yesterday. Totally sane, totally stable person showing up in a Balenciaga mask, completely covering his face, uh, talking about how he uh, loves Hitler. And he said he saw good things about Hitler, uh, that everyone has something of value that they bring to the table. He said, especially Hitler and that the Nazis did good things. People need to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. And then Hitler didn't kill six million Jews. The Holocaust is not what happened and that he likes Hitler. Before we say anything bad about this, at least Kanye was following COVID protocol. Dr. <laughs> Fauci would be proud. And the gloves, he went the extra mile to make sure that is not true. to spread the virus. So that is true. Now we can go into Kanye, or excuse me, yay, but thank you for following COVID protocol. Okay, well, go ahead and continue. What else uh, would you like yeah, to say? Well, Kanye's in a lot of trouble, it looks like. Uh, he's facing a lot of scrutiny, and I'm hoping and praying that he will change his angle and like to do the whole, I'm sorry, I was wrong, second chance bit. He's not going to do that. I know he's doubling down right now. <laughs> like but, I think, but inevitably, that will be done. He will have to do that. He won't do it. I don't think he will. Two months, three months. I think I just I saw a tweet. I like Milo. I like Nick. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I like how they're his handlers. It's all fun and games. But it's all going to be over very soon. I believe Milo is just seen on a on a jet or on a plane with his, a bunch of bags. So this whole kit and caboodle, I'm Kanye, I'm an anti-Semite, yada, yada. It's only going to last a month or two. Okay, let's, um, Erica, I want to get your thoughts on this, but, le but let me play for you one of the clips, the from, one of the many clips from yesterday's episode with Alex Jones on InfoWars, where Kanye is, uh, I mean, he literally is like, I love Nazis, which is, <laughs> I don't know, kind of weird. Watch. I gotta watch uh, my accounts because they've been frozen by the Jewish uh, banks. So I, I need to watch my mills. Well, CNN says white people are evil Nazis. So, I mean, I, I, I disagree with both statements, but I get the yeah, frozen. I don't, I don't like the word evil <laughs> next to Nazis. I think we need to look at. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just because you don't like one group doesn't mean the other. Look, look, I fine. love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. <laughs> oh man well i have to disagree with that uh, when alex jones is like oh get me out of this bail me out someone bail me out you know that it is really bad um i want to play one more clip of kanye uh doing his best benjamin netanyahu impersonation i guess watch i believe every group should be able I to be switched his name to netan i dropped the uh the yahoo so we didn't have to i was tired of picking up the yahoo and the netan so for now, he's just netting. I know some people call him BB. No, some of you call him Yahoo. But we're gonna call him netting. What you want, netting? Hey, yay, right after this, I'm gonna say you're crazy. I'm gonna take your family away from you. We're not done with you yet. You cannot cause free thought. We have to control the history books. We have to control the banks. And we have to go and kill people. Also, we're in the pedophilia. Ha, ha, So... And in a little while, hopefully you're going to take the mask off. Because this, is this actually yay here? <laughs> oh, God, this is. <clears throat> Eric? Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on, to be completely <laughs> honest with this whole situation. But I will say this. Um, I think this whole sham of, I mean, it's been people certainly within this conservative circle that I remember would latch on to 
Kanye mm -hmm. with uh, this, and I'll go ahead and name drop Candace Owens and a lot of these uh, folks who were, you know, parading this guy around red hat. It was all good, and all these guys have been basically non-existent while we watch this man sitting just melt down. And this is what gets me pissed off when these guys get into culture, uh, cultural bullcrap, because you can tell and you can see that a lot of these weirdos aren't actually genuine in anything it is that they believe. I will say this: if anybody can get me in contact with Kanye West or his team, I would love to speak with them seriously, just on some on some real stuff because it is apparent that he is being uh, misled and the fact that again the people that were parading him around aren't even like trying to reel, reel him in or anything mm -hmm. not even making an effort really pisses me off and it goes to show that there's so many frauds within this uh, movement but nonetheless what you're seeing is like the guy is actively melting down and yeah. of course because he's he's kind of uh, got, he's rubbing elbows with people that don't have it, it ain't even about their positions It's the fact that they don't have what's in the best intentions uh, of, of, of let's say they don't have their best intentions in mind when it comes to Con Kanye. Obviously, they're just kind of using them, and it's all fun and games, and it's all hilarious, yada, yada, yada. And again, the fact that nobody, just, I remember so vividly, because we would talk about it on this show, when he kind of put the red hat on, yeah. all these people kind of, oh, yep. hey, look, you've got a guy mm -hmm. that we can yep. gravitate yep. toward that he's one of us. Where are you? Yep. Yeah. You're not here. Yep. Now, it's, now it's like, oh, hey, hey, we're watching him melt down. Look at this guy. He's crazy as hell. Wait a minute. We wasn't saying that like four years ago. What, what, what's up with this shows that y'all full of crap and i just wish they were people would just admit just admit that nonetheless it's sad to see this brother have to go down the route that he's going because i'm legit watching someone kind of derail everything that they have going in life you saw he took like a, a real downturn when he lost his family yeah you know what i mean like that's, that was that's yep. kind of where it really yep. stopped kanye has always been on some like out of the box stuff mm -hmm. in fact that's kind of what made him great as an yeah, artist right exactly the fact that right. he was he, he he was out out of the box but to what we're seeing now certainly after he lost his after he lost his family like this guy's dealing with some like some yes. legit problem. Yes. And that needs to, it's like someone, anybody needs to, as opposed to just saying, oh, look at him, he's crazy and laughing and giggling. Like, I really believe we need folks that have good intentions in mind, not bad ones to try to use them or piggyback off of his career or anything like that. To have discuss, legitimate discussions with them about all of these certain issues and try to reel this guy in because he legitimately needs help. Yeah, that's. I, I'm glad you brought that up, Eric, because that was going to be the next place that I went, which is, you know, you have and, a, and you one, have a. And, and one more thing, because I think it's like really jacked up. I know I already. Wait, you I already, just pulled a Kanye. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna let you, you I'm gonna let you finish. Hey, I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna let you finish. No, because like, and the more I think about it, the more screwed up mm -hmm. it is. Because didn't like the whole Paula situation. Didn't he like bought that or something? Yeah, but it fell through. It fell through. So the deal itself fell through. Yeah, they just announced. So they just announced it that they mutually agreed with. Yay to terminate the intended All right, so they're gonna so which is I would say good but the fact that that seemed to be the angle like that like again it seems like folks from different sides of this probably all on the same side are using this man mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's aggravating mm -hmm. that's well, just aggravating to see and, and as a person that wants to use him this is how I would and this is how I would uh, manage <laughs> Kanye if I was talking to Kanye right now Stop. first of all no because he's not articulate enough and he's a very he's a genius uh, one of the greatest artists of our generation when it comes to producing hip-hop so you're saying a musical genius 
I mean, and I would just say if you're that talented musically, you're a genius overall. But there's also this form of like autism where you're so brilliant, you can't really articulate your viewpoints. You have this almost like antisocial behavior, which I think he falls in that trap where he has antisocial personality disorder, which I'm not trying to defend him. I guess my point is, is he's not going to be able to go around and do these hour long podcasts and be able to get his point across. What he needs to do is focus. In my opinion, if I was his manager, I'd say you need to make an album. And I'm, I'm trying to say his views are apparent. I don't uh, agree with his views thank you for saying that but if yeah. he wanted to get his views across to the masses one of the biggest forms that the government uses is propaganda through music so you're not going to be effective kanye with your message getting it out there sounding like an idiot saying that hitler is good you need to make a song call it hitler is bad or good or whatever but i'm just saying is he's never gonna get his message across by speaking on long-form podcasts so i would make an album if he really was trying to get his message across so I'm not so concerned with um, getting the message across. No, I'm just was, saying what mm -hmm. I would do if I was Kanye right now. Obviously, if you were a mentally ill, unstable individual. Who I would needs, not be going on this podcast. Health, yes, right? no, everything mental he's saying health, is terrible. Yeah. He, but it, that's why I think his team is so bad. It's like, why is he going and trying to be a political? Well, like figure? I said, the people that are—it's obvious, man. The people that are exploiting him—that's the perfect yes. term to use. Yeah. That yes. he's being exploited by certainly the people yes. that are around him, and Kanye it's painfully obvious. Should be producing music not talking about political stuff. Yeah, I mean... It, I, I feel like Laura Ingram saying shut up and dribble, but that is kind of the case with Kanye. Well, that's it the is. thing, though. There wasn't nobody saying that when it seemed to be a lot more tame than when it was like four years ago. That's my whole yeah. thing. Like, yeah. I, I think that's more of a cop-out to look at it like that. I think the man just don't got it all upstairs right, right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's simple. Mm -hmm. That's not... And I hate that we have to like, oh well, what he's saying is really screwed up. Like that's what makes that's that's what makes it so painfully obvious right. that something's going on. And the right. fact that he's just rambling, like whatever, I don't know what that was that a floss sword or whatever he had on there. He's talking to like, what a, that? a net was I yeah. guess what, yeah, was it what was it was. Net. Net yeah. Like Yahoo, come on, man! Like this, yeah. this guy, like seriously, like it, it, it was. It's not funny. That's my whole thing. Yeah, we, we see it right there. Yeah. I guess that's. It's like, like so awkward that yeah. you have to laugh. Yeah, exactly. it's not it's funny. Kind of and even like Alex Jones, I guess it's like, man, what I can't even absolve this guy <laughs> yeah. of anything that he's saying right now because it, it's legitimately nutty. And that's why like, I would love to have a conversation with him. I'd love to have a conversation like myself or Maj Torre off the record. Like none of no cameras, none of this bull crap to like really see where this guy is at, man, because he, he legitimately needs help. And it's certainly not nobody from the conservative movement offering this guy any sort of sound advice. Yeah, yeah. well, um, I want to, before we switch gears here, I do want to just make a note that uh, this program has constantly, you know, been warning conservatives, don't be the nerdy kid at the dance who is just so ready for someone to notice them that you're like, oh my God, he wore a red hat. He's amazing. He's a conservative. He's one of us. Oh my God, he believes in freedom of speech and he wants to take over Twitter. He must be one of us. Don't do that. Okay. You're going to regret it later. Most of the time. Um, I want to switch gears here for a second. As uh, many of you may remember, I filed a lawsuit against the Beto for Texas campaign based on an incident at a campaign event earlier this year. I'm happy to say the matter is settled. And that's all that I can say about that. I just want to give a huge thank you and shout out to my attorney, John Gross, who is also working with a good friend of the program, Joseph McBride, doing tremendous work defending January 6th defendants. By the way, you can follow his January 6th work across social media at 
McBride Law NYC. Okay, okay. Time out. So that was very vague. So I would like a little clarification. Uh, let's roll that back on the prompter so I can see that. Cause <laughs> it, I don't see it says somewhere. Uh -huh. I don't see any numbers. I don't see mm -hmm. anything. So there's nothing that mm -hmm. says like, oh, I got a big check from Beto from the campaign that has like 11 million dollars left over in campaign funds or something like that. So, well, perhaps you didn't hear me. What I said was, I'm happy to say that the matter is mm, settled. I don't know. I want to hear ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Uh, I don't hear any of that. I don't hear I'm the I'm very cashers. happy to say that the matter is settled. Uh, okay, well, how happy, like, like you would can supersize your fries or you can get a sunroof in your new car? I'm very happy <laughs> to say that the matter is settled, and that's all that I can say about that. Is it going to be a Merry Christmas, like or is it going to be a... It's always a Merry Christmas, But is it going to be extra Christmassy? Like, in is 2022, Is Beto going to make your Christmas better? Do you think that there'll be bigger presents that have more volume and mass and a price Robert tag Francis that would be Robert Francis O'Rourke losing governor of Texas is always going to make my Christmas way better. Let's be clear. I'd like you to thank did our just sponsor. Book, but you did just book a vacation to Orlando for <laughs> Disney. And we Disney were anti Universal. Excuse me, Universal, excuse me, Universal yes. But she didn't get any money or anything, but she is going on a very expensive trip to Universal paid for by The Blaze. So thanks. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks to a lot of people. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Raycon. Let's be real. Between hectic holiday travel, stressing over getting that family recipe just right, and dealing with, you know, that uncle's politics that are, I don't know, just crazy. Uh, the last thing you want to worry about is finding a good gift for everyone on your list. It can kind of turn you into a Grinch because you're just worried about the wrong things. In the spirit of giving, I'm sharing my go-to gift idea, premium audio products from Raycon. We use Raycon exclusively in my house, so much so that my children are always stealing my earbuds from me. I'm like, who took my earbuds this time? Uh, they've got a really great comfortable fit. They go all the way in the ear. They don't have that dumb stem hanging out that's going to weigh your ear down. And they've got Really, really long battery life. Uh, by the way, you gotta love that they start at half the price of other premium audio brands. Um, like I said, they've got, uh, I love them. My whole family loves them. You really gotta get them for your loved ones. And they've got a bunch of different colors. So whatever, like I love pink, they've got a cute pink one. They've got blue, they've got black. They've got, uh, they've got the big headphones, they've got white. They've got whatever you need and you're gonna save a ton by not going to, I don't know, the ones who design the dumb stems that come out of your ears. Right now, go to buyraycon.com slash why you'll get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY. Plus, you're going to get free shipping. That is B-U-Y, buyraycon.com slash why. These look kind of gay. They Those look, look dumb. <laughs> they look like I have earrings. These aren't Those mine. Look These aren't mine. This is a this is a lady friend of mine. Oh Let's my put God, it that way. Yeah. Don't do not do. Look, don't I be like, like Alex. I know. I feel like I look like I have a jewelry on. Like oh yeah. Ooh, you like, look like you're wearing earrings. Don't be like Alex. Go to, to buyraycon.com/slash/why. Well, uh, former President Barack Obama made a, quite an unfortunate gaffe about Joe Biden's mental state while campaigning in Georgia with incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock. Uh, I just want to be clear, Joe Biden is not campaigning for Warnock, and reports have uh, been that Warnock does not want him to campaign for uh, his, his, uh, his runoff here, his absence. Joe Biden's absence was highlighted when Obama made a comparison between Herschel Walker and uh, crazy Uncle Joe that most Americans seem to have. Watch. 
all know some folks in our lives who we don't wish them ill will. They say crazy stuff, we're all like, well, you know, Uncle Joe, you know what happened to him. You know, it's okay. It, it, they're part of the family, but you don't give them serious responsibilities. Wow. That was quite the um, enunciations. You know, I think Obama, he's very careful to, like, turn on whatever types of inflection he wants to turn on, depending on what uh, audience he's in front of, I feel. Code switching? Is that what you're saying that he's mm. doing? <laughs> <laughs> is, that the, is that the definition of that? Yeah, term? that's like the definition. Cold switching. Cold, cold, cold switching. Cold switching. Yeah, cold switching. Wow. Yeah, like, I've heard that one before. Yeah, that, that's, that's what that that's is. When you, when you change your lingo, oh. depending on where who you're in front of. Hmm. Wow, but, cold you know, switching. I wonder if it's one of those things with Obama where he like, they, they talk about this all the time type of stuff and it like was a slip up. Like, because mm-hmm. obviously he can still present it as well. I, I wouldn't mean it at Joe right, Biden. Right, right. Joe is such a common name. Yeah, he's Uncle Joe. Yeah, you know, just Uncle Joe is what I'd imagine he would say. But I wonder if it's like one of those things where... Well, because, I mean, we do have the report that uh, before this was what when Joe was was first running and and announced his campaign, we got reports that said that Obama was having backdoor conversations, backroom conversations that said, like, never underestimate the ability of Joe's to mess something up, to F things up. Yeah. So this is not that this is like isolated. You're like, come on. That's not what he meant. But again, to that point, also. Obama did not endorse him until he was literally the last man standing. And then he was like, you guys should probably vote for him. This was his vice president, his own vice president. And he would not endorse anyone until the guy was the last person who was on the Democrat side. Yeah, it's it's quite fascinating, um, this whole ordeal. I think that this is like maybe a conversation that he and his you know, ilk posse, whatever you want to call them. They actually talk about this type of stuff. It's like, yeah, he's kind of kind of crazy, kind of wacky. And it's like, hey, I'm just kind of in conversation. It slipped up. But uh, again, it's done in a way to where he can just say, well, no, nah, I wasn't talking about Joe Biden. It's just, just Joe's just so, it's such a common name. Yeah, well, he, he emasculates President Biden a lot because he called him vice you know, recently when he was at the White House. And I think it's clear that there's two factions that actually run the Democratic Party or the Democrat Party and the Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And so now it's Hillary Clinton, I believe, has taken a little more of a backseat. And now you could say Barack Obama is our shadow president. So this is him just trolling President Joe, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trolling him, even though he's like probably the one pulling the puppet strings. He's doing so, it all, I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Yesterday, Apple CEO Tim Cook was grilled over Apple's cozy relationship with the Chinese government. But you guys are going to be shocked to hear that he refused to answer any questions about that. Watch. The Chinese people's right to protest. <laughs> Do you have any reaction to the factory workers that were beaten and detained for protesting COVID lockdowns? <laughs> Do you regret hard to restricting like airdrop that. access hard. that protesters used you to evade yeah. surveillance <laughs> from the Chinese government? Hello, Tim. Do you think it's problematic to do business with the communist <laughs> Chinese party when they suppress human rights? Hello? All she's yes. is saying you're a big booty Hello? CEO. Hello? Is anyone in there? No, you can't hear me? Are you deaf? No, nothing to say. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> I'm filing a lawsuit against Fox News. These people cannot keep stealing my identity and trying to do this, you know, uh, gonzo journalism where you get the microphone in their face. And, and honestly, I was very empathetic to her because it is hard. Like, when you can just walk by. As a reporter, you kind of want to stop them mm -hmm. and get there. You know, but he's, like, zigzagging. She's trying to, like, you know, get in and out of the way of his staff. So she really had a tough assignment. I think if she was smart, she would have stayed at the door and, and caused some sort of disturbance. And then there would have been a blockade. This is That's would have been my game plan. Mm -hmm. I would have blocked the door. I would have had, like, a, you know, kind of like a willy, you know, like an inside job guy to block that door. Then I got Tim Cook blocked in, almost like an Austin Powers where he, where he can't get the card out. Uh -huh. And then I got the microphone right in his face. So Alex is going straight to like what he would do to get good content. But where I'm going is <laughs> um, there are people in China who are like, don't worry about the Dying Uyghurs, who because, cares? Well, that's not just the Uyghurs. It's the people who are being, like, quarantined into their apartment complexes that are getting uh, set on fire, and they're mm -hmm. just dying because they're, they've been welded in because of China's zero-COVID policy. Yes. They extended the suicide nets from 14 feet to wow. 22 feet. That is so nice of them. And the, now there's a seven less suicides per quarter. So, yeah, I mean, they've reduced suicide by seven every four months. That's I think they're great. doing pretty spectacular okay. if you... If if I was, you know, just speaking on the record. So. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, so China, of course, relies on the Internet, social media censorship. And um, Apple limited the airdrop feature in China right before the uh, the protest began. So they're like helping limit the spread of information between Chinese citizens so that they can't get this information. Yeah, man, I I've been going down this rabbit hole because I... Obviously, as a you know business owner, and I meet with the Ripperverse, we want to kind of enter into you know our own manufacturing and stuff. And you'd be surprised just how much, even in a toy and, and sculpt man, like manufacturing, like it's virtually non-existent in U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, and everything is in China, but mm -hmm. not even just that, like. Even the other countries that have, you know, you go South America, all these guys are getting their products from 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 China. It's like one of it was so fascinating as I ended down this rabbit hole. But to make this unique to what's going on with Apple and that they rely so heavily upon them, which is so hilarious because you see all of these different companies do this virtue signaling thing every, you know, definitely in 2020, everybody's, the, uh, you know, is trying to claim more high ground. And a lot of these guys get their uh, work directly, w really, with the um, Chinese government to line their pockets up. Let's mm -hmm. just call it that. Now, this is even bigger because now you're dealing with the situation where there are protests in China where, and, and it's existing with factory workers that specifically work for, for and I use that loosely, with, for Apple, essentially mm -hmm. making their products and then giving it to them. So you're working directly with the regime that is suppressing people to the point to where whether it be welding their doors uh, shut and uh, putting them in what looks like effectively concentration camps and little, little bubbles uh, where they're supposed to be uh, kind of contained to due to this uh, COVID zero policy. Basically, no major corporate entity has the moral high ground if you if if you knowingly do that. You know, we're not talking about like like basically the backbone of of Apple is being reliant upon them uh making their making their products. That's just the reality. Now I'd make the argument that something need to change. I'm as pro free I'm pro trade, pro free trade as anybody certainly here. That's but I think this goes a lot deeper the more I looked into it and maybe this is a topic for another show. It's deeper than just cheap labor. Uh that 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 doesn't make sense or they oh the fact that they have bills 
billion billion people uh, that that are there. That doesn't make any sense considering that they really do everything for the rest of the world for a lot of major industries. They ain't just cheap mm-hmm. labor. It's a whole lot more going on with that. And all of your major corporate entities are certainly complicit because I was talking about this with like the toy industry, and I see all these big gurus uh, that everybody looks towards, uh, and they like, oh, well, these guys are such such great people. They've done such good things for these industries. I'm like, ain't none of y'all thought to have a coordinated effort? Because think about it. Mm-hmm. When have you seen these mega corporate entities have like a coordinated effort to get rid of, rid of let's say, something as simple as like the the, uh, the the laws and regulation that really incentivize people to have to go overseas to get business, yeah. basically. That's really in every industry. You maybe deal with that stuff with makeup stuff. It's it's pathetic. The more you look into it and you're like, wait a minute, we're, we're kind of tying our, our, our citizens' hands behind their, their back because some of them will willingly produce, but you make it more expensive for them having to jump through all these hoops, even like these stupid like laws that exist because they act like they're trying to be so protective of the kids with these toys. You'd be surprised. You can't just put out a toy. It ain't as easy. You got to jump through 75 different hoops just just in this country so and they're all complicit all these guys apple major corporate entities are complicit i appreciate you saying that um because i i it is very very hard um i know you're you just said you're finding out now um the reason why we have not uh, we've got a bunch of great products that you should check out at americanbeautybysarah.com but the reason why we have not expanded into other things is because everything that we currently offer is made in the USA. It's made mm-hmm. in America, and I'm working very hard to keep it that yeah. way. And it is very hard yeah. to, in fact, keep it that way. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up. And again, not to promote myself, but I'm going to, AmericanBeautyBySarah.com uh, for your loved one, well, for your, your female, the female in your life who needs some makeup or skincare. You can go there, AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. Uh, all right, we've got. Well, and just real go, quick, I think that's ahead. one of America's biggest weaknesses that we don't manufacture anything. Really? Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> it is, but yeah. like, does it come back? I don't think it does. I know we got to take a break, yeah. but like, I, I don't think it does. I don't know how. We've got so much more uh, automation in this country yeah. now. I mean, I, I don't know. I, how I think we it's, bring the, that it's back. the reg- it's the regulatory body, but again, the that's big not guys. Going away. The, that's the thing. The, the big guys aren't incentivized because it keeps folks that definitely want to start from the ground up mm-hmm. away from being able to afford to produce. And yeah. they know that. So why would they fight against well, any right, regulation? Well, this, this is the last thing to because you can go to any any small town and all, when you go in the city, you go in the city square, it's all dead because America is built on manufacturing. That's why all these small towns are dying. So it's going to happen probably not to the big cities, but that's just kind of like, you know, uh, the, the same theme that's happened all over the country. Yeah. All right. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew 
was a lie. Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. James Cameron, this is writer and director of Terminator, Terminator 2, True Lies, Aliens, and of course Titanic, uh, said earlier in his career that he and his work were poisoned by the toxin that is testosterone. Ugh, don't you feel disgusting even hearing the word being uttered from me, testosterone? He said this while, of course, promoting his Avatar sequel. He was also the director of Avatar, um, which I think is probably one of the most overrated movies of all time. I don't care to watch the sequel. And he said a lot of things I did earlier I wouldn't do, career-wise, and just risks that you take as a wild testosterone-poisoned young man. Uh, I always think of that as something you have to slowly work out of your system. So here are some aspects of his work he could be referring to that maybe were tainted by testosterone or, I don't know, like toxic masculinity, he said, of his alien female heroine in Avatar. Right from the beginning, I said, she's got to have this, the, the chest area. Kate I'm not, Winslet, I feel weird saying like it. Like Kate Winslet had in Titanic? Like what Kate Winslet had in Titanic, yes. Uh, his tentpole <laughs> features, <laughs> that's funny, uh, <laughs> often had bombastic practical effects and huge budgets, which, which he would fight for in F-bomb-laden shouting matches with executives. This is according to a lot of sources. I think Hollywood Reporter was one of them. And uh, he also, uh, let's see, Ed Harris punched him in the face on the set of the uh, on the set of the abyss and he said about Titanic I made Titanic because I wanted to dive into the shipwreck not because I particularly wanted to make the movie um, so wait is- wait stop the presses is he hating on Titanic arguably one of the greatest movies of all time he didn't want to make the movie his testosterone-laden young self was able to make the greatest love story of all time. But he didn't want to make the movie. That makes me sick, James Cameron. As, as a person that loved Titanic, I mean, those were some of the first boobs I ever saw were Kate Winslet. So that's why that was very monumental that's for me. That's why you loved it. Yes, duh. Are you kidding? I had the VHS. I had that thing on pause. And my mom walked in the room. I'm like, Mom, get out. Remember like it was yesterday. So that's all because of you, James Cameron. So I owe you a lot. And for you to discredit the fabulous work that you did with my hero, Leo, oh my gosh! I mean that movie. This is a great display of toxic masculinity. It is, and the, the soundtrack. I know. You oh are. my gosh, the soundtrack was so elegant. <laughs> I mean, it just makes you want to ballroom dance, and I mean, go get my nails done. It's just so <laughs> masculine. It's like so broed out. I just love all the decor of the 1920s, um, you know, design. It's just it's, it's it's a time and place that I would love to go back. I would love to have been on the Titanic. If I died on it, so what? At least you know, had a good time. It's interesting because he claims that this was a toxin, tes- testosterone, mm-hmm. that he had to work out of his system. I wonder if he would be willing to give up the money no. that he made as <laughs> a testosterone-laden man. You know, like if that's so bad and it was a toxin, maybe just give up your money yeah, and that would be a way to do that. Really? He, he, he wants huh. to certainly ride on the back of, of the success that he had because of this testosterone-driven crafted or whatever he's calling. See, this Wait, is are you saying he's just virtue signaling? Oh, that's yeah. exactly what it is oh, that he's doing. No. But real quick, doesn't he have enough money not to have to virtue signal? Like, yeah, what yeah the he heck? does. Well, that's, I think that's, but he's trying to promote his new stupid yeah, and, movie and, that and no one Avatar, wants to see. Avatar 2 but, with everything. But this thing is like, it's something that we're seeing in a lot of entertainment sector where you had guys that did a lot of 
just let's say good material back in the gap who then tried mm -hmm. to act as if they were somehow toxic at, at some point not because they i think they actually believe that but because well that's certainly the end thing to do we see this in comics all the time where Chris you got guys think about the guy was jay conway who actually created the punisher that mm -hmm. guy couldn't be anything further from uh, any like if you like read his Twitter now, mm -hmm. you'd be like, "Ain't no way that guy really? uh, wow. created created uh, the Punisher." Mm -hmm. But that's just kind of how it wow. is. A lot of these guys are certainly like that, where they're signaling and doing all of this weird stuff and trying to uh, act as if, "Well, I had these problematic sort of of ways," or they gaslight neck, like, "Well, no, this masculine thing that you saw before wasn't really really that. It was like, you know, think of it this way, which you know, pulling the old with J.K. Rowling uh, situation, where yeah. now something is what it's not. So you. You, you just ignore it. I'm the creator or whatever. But this is what we're seeing a lot of. Look, man, y'all know how I drop Eric's everything. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so pissed off table. that I'm throwing stuff. <laughs> As a guy that is trying to compete with these folks in entertainment, this is just a lot of this goofiness going on. Mm -hmm. And I think there needs to be alternatives to every single thing it is that they, they're doing. Avatar 2 would be, is that that's a Disney product now, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I think so. Uh, so, mm -hmm. yeah, let them, uh, they, I think they... It was reported, I don't know how true this is, that in order, because of how much money they spent on this movie, they were going to have to make like $2 billion in order to like break no. even. No, uh, that I, I don't, that much? Yeah, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if that's certainly true, because you know, obviously with box office, it's not just that, you know, it's usually got double. Marketing. Yeah, and marketing and all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. So I don't know if it's that high, it probably does have to make a significant amount, because they're already talking about, oddly enough, like Avatar 4, 5, and so, yeah, yeah, he said he has enough to do Avatar 7. Yeah, so I'm like, wow, the content nobody's asking <laughs> yeah, for. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah. Nobody wants to see Avatar too. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. It's gonna know. be Avatar interesting to see what the return that. is. It's, it's gonna be interesting. I, like, I, I don't know what it's what it's actually gonna do, but you know, Disney has been the well, movie industry in general. I don't know if this one's gonna be. Yeah, I think Avatar. Two did get an approval in uh, China, wow. uh, well, but they're going through the lockdown situation, so I don't know yeah. if, if, yeah, if, if right, that's exactly. going to be a thing. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to be allowed to go see the movie. Yeah, but, but I want to make two quick Real points quick. because this is a two huge examples: Chris Rock, and it ties in with The Office. Steve Carell said they couldn't make The Office today because in the first episode of The Office, the pilot episode, Steve Carell has to go to Human Resources because he re uh, he says an old Chris Rock bit talking about the N word from the hard R to the mm -hmm. A, basically, and uh, Steve Carell says how they wouldn't be able to do it in a pilot. So that show wouldn't have gotten picked up today, yeah. in his opinion. And then Chris Rock, for that that bit, apologized for it. The guy that wrote it, the bet, arguably one of the funniest stand-up comedy bits of all time. Chris Rock said, oh, I, yeah, I was, uh, I was out of line. Also, like, a, a black guy. So like, yeah, exactly you don't right. need to apologize yeah. for well, anyone. I miss, miss Bernie Mac, man. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Mac was so the greatest, the GOAT, for yeah. real. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I just came with a Chris Rock apology. Bernie Mac. That was, that was Libs of TikTok revealed earlier this week that uh, transgender activist Eli Ehrlich appears to be smuggling trans drugs to minors internationally. So uh, Ehrlich's tweet shows a photo of pill bottles and reads, sending life-saving hormones to those in need is going very well, actually. Thanks to your free advertising, we've helped dozens more people access meds in the past couple weeks. Appreciate your gracious support as always. And then tagged, of course, the owner of Libs of TikTok. Um, this is this is a pretty serious thing, guys. This is a few. I think it was a couple months ago. This was libs of TikTok, and also Matt Walsh exposed this drug smuggling scheme and tagged the FBI and the DEA, who, you know, 
seemingly have no interest in prosecuting this person <clears throat> for bringing all of these drugs, these drugs that you're, of course, supposed to have a prescription for and be receiving doctor's care uh, to children, adults. Who knows? It's just all really, really wrong. And I just want to give a plug to uh, to my friend, my my mentor, Glenn Beck, who has a fabulous podcast out. I think all of you should go watch with Chloe Cole. This is Detransitioner Chloe Cole, who we had on the show several weeks ago. And she is an 18 year old who was um, who was really done wrong by the medical community who told her that she needed to change, you know, medically transition. And there are a lot of things that happened to her that she can't take back uh, mm -hmm. that will also happen to these people who are taking these drugs who the trans community wants to tell you is reversible and it's not. It's a lie. These are oftentimes not reversible measures that these people are pushing on these innocent children. So. It, it's remarkable. I mean, not to make this about like us in terms of like libertarians, but I don't know where that meme kind of came from that like a uh, whole libertarians want to sell drugs to underage people or care about mm. the age of consent. When we mm. sit up here and watch the leftists actually not give a crap about yeah. the age of consent while also trying to push drugs uh, onto minors, yeah. right? I think they actually are the ones that should be credited to that uh, nonsense because we have evidence of them actually mm -hmm. uh, uh, doing that. It's such a bizarre thing to, uh, like, I hate that they, they word it in a way like it's, hey, it's life-saving, life-altering, as if because you don't affirm to mm -hmm. whatever that child is feeling like that day or whatever, despite them, of course, being a child, then you they have a risk what they try to do is say that basically they're at a risk of like maybe doing something to themselves they're gonna kill themselves uh, if, if you don't affirm. if you don't do it yeah. where mm -hmm. as to again when they actually do transition we don't see much difference no. uh, in terms of the data of saving them from let's say a uh, self-deletion mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is that you want to call that like it's criminal what it is that they're doing but it just goes to show how crazy these people are and how evil they are that they operate out in the open with such confidence and no fear of any sort of uh, consequences. It's yeah. quite dirty. I, I want to just throw in here, um, Chloe, in, the, in the, the Chloe's case, mm -hmm. her parents were told, she never said this, she said she never knew that the, that the doctors told her parents this and she never said it, but that the doctors told her parents if you do not affirm her mm -hmm. as a boy, she will yep. kill herself. Yeah. And I so so that's, what, that's what you're faced with as a parent. Um, either you do what we're telling you to do or your kid's going to kill themselves and die. You choose. Yeah, they use that suicide as like a carrot to get a mastectomy, and I believe that's what happened in Chloe's case. She was 15, I believe, when she got a mastectomy. So, you know, and, and that's also weird, too, that they even give it the caveat that, oh, well, you know, they can just reverse it if they change their mind, right. which it's provably false. But the fact that they even give that caveat, like, oh, these people aren't just so stuck in their ways, they're going to permanently stay this way. Yeah, so, that's a great point. so it's kind of like they're being, you know, disingenuous just from the start. Well, they also call, like they also say gender is fluid. So it's like, okay, yeah. let's buy into that. If gender is fluid, then probably we shouldn't be cutting off the breasts of young girls and cutting off the penises of young boys in case they, I don't know, change their mind later, like you're saying that they should be, have the ability to do. Exactly. Call me crazy. You it's nailed a, it. It's a clown world, man. Like I say, things just don't make sense anymore. And that's my problem with what's going on. Because when you look at even in comparison to maybe a decade ago, these are conversations, like I said, people were willing to burn knuckle box over just the, yeah. the mere insinuation mm -hmm. of some abuse of, of children. I like sure that. am still willing to yeah, do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, the fact it just, again, 
when they're not afraid of consequence, they are going to be as bold as they are, which is why they operate so much out in the open. And yeah, they've gotten this sort of cabal of, of elites that actually support their, their causes, um, these virtue signaling companies, of course, the compromised medical industry, governments even in some cases, just really reaffirming this, this nonsense. And that's what makes it, I guess, difficult to combat, but the fact that there aren't, I guess is this is not a black pill, but it is quite pathetic that there aren't people that are more up in arms about this, seeing how confidently they are to just getting this word out. Well, yeah, because I, just real quick, you know, when a drug dealer on Instagram posts a car, you know, a picture with like his car and <clears throat> wheels and stuff, a lot of times cops will go investigate that and say, oh, maybe he's doing something illegal or she, let me just be gender fluid with the drug dealer. But in this instance, they're literally posting their illegal drug dealing. I mean, open and shut mm. case. Mm -hmm. Drug dealer, go nab it. I'd like to see if they actually follow through. I don't think they do. They won't. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, they <laughs> won't. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Those of you living in New York City, listen up. They just posted a new job listing for Director of Rodent Migration. Now, this position is going to pay you between $120,000 and $170,000. It also requires a college degree, which I guess you need in order to root out rats. Uh, it also, the listing, requests a general aura of badassery and uh, said applicants for this dream job should have a virulent vehemence for vermin and uh, rat complaints have increased by 70% in the first eight months of 2022 compared to two years ago. This actually makes me really sad because I've had pet rats several times in my life and I just, they're very sweet and cute. If you can get past their tails, they're just like nah, cute not the mice. New York ones. Them things. That's fair. Like, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Like they're like shredder. They're like as no, big as me. Like so. well, you yeah. can be anti-rat. I'm pro-rat. The pizza rat, <laughs> the greatest rat of all of all time. And let me just tell you something, Eric Adams. You in a nightclub. Uh, my alter ego is Ronnie the Rat. You will not defeat us. I do not care if you hire <laughs> who you hire. What the hell? You can bring anybody to New York City. The rats will always win, Eric. <laughs> So just give it up, bud. I feel, let's just start an adoption. Adopt a rat for New York. Ronnie the Rat said, you have no chance, Eric. Give it up. Go back to the nightclub. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.